0: So let's take a look at the Vatican news here. It says, Pope thanks Virgin Mary for protection during pilgrimage to Canada. Pope returns to Rome at the conclusion of his apostolic journey to Canada and makes a stop at St. Mary Major to thank God for blessing his penitential pilgrimage. So once again, we see uh, the Pope has this... uh, adulation toward Mother Mary, this totally unbiblical uh, thing that he has with Mary. This is what the Roman Catholic Church is all about. This is part of the usual agenda for the Pope whenever he travels. I've spoken about this before. So he goes to this religious icon. uh, Before he goes on a trip, he will ask uh, Mary to protect him and when he returns, uh, he will thank her for Protecting him, and that's exactly what he did again after this most recent trip to uh, Canada. So, uh, let me read here. It says, As per per tradition, the Pope made a brief stop at the Basilica of St. Mary Major on Saturday morning. Upon his return to Rome at the end of his apostolic journey to Canada, Pope Francis laid a bouquet of flowers on the altar beneath the ancient Marian icon salus papulai romani he prayed for a few moments to thank the blessed virgin mary for her protection during his six-day penitential pilgrimage to the north american nation according to the holy See press office the pope then returned to his residence in the vatican for much needed rest so that's that's what the pope does he goes all over the world and he brings forth the uh the Roman Catholic version of the Gospel. This is uh, the person who's known as His Holiness. This is the one who's known as the Holy Father. Uh, Very rarely will you hear any uh, preachers talk about this. It's just accepted. This is the day we are living in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But you, you have to wonder why uh, he would be uh, talking to Mary and asking her to protect him when the Bible makes it clear that Jesus Christ is the one we uh, need to call upon ladies and gentlemen let me quote to you from Matthew chapter 28 verses 16 to 18 this is talking about Jesus Christ after he rose from the dead keep it, keep this in mind folks he was he was uh, butchered killed upon a cross rose from the dead this is the great victory for the christian it says then the eleven disciples went away into galilee into a mountain where jesus had appointed them and when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted and jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth Don't ever forget those verses, folks, because they're very powerful. Think about this. All power has been given unto Jesus Christ in heaven and in earth. Why on earth would anyone want to be calling upon Mary, a creation of God, a sinner like the rest of us, folks? Why would anyone want to be calling upon Mary to protect them folks this you see this is the man-made tradition folks i'm very well aware of it as i said many times before i speak to you as a former roman catholic okay uh you know after p- praying thousands of hail mary's you know and you're asking her you know to be with you to uh, at the hour of your death i mean this is the tradition folks it's it, it steals the glory away from jesus christ it's a satanic thing it's a demonic thing folks uh i, I can't tell you this enough how uh, demonic it is to to get your eyes off of christ to keep you deceived to keep you in darkness so all power has been given to jesus christ folks and i must say it i've said it once i say it i'll say it again mary cannot hear you she's never heard one hail mary uh, folks not even one can't hear you she's not omniscient she's not divine so you have to know that, folks, when, you know, people have this mental picture of Mary in heaven, uh speaking to the son, speaking to Jesus, and, and, and that, that, that she's going to bring the, the the prayer request of, of the Roman Catholic people to him. You know, they're, they're taught, you know, you come through Mary to get to Jesus. Uh, and that's just not so. Let me give you another article here. This was from, I uh, believe, 2018. Uh, this same Pope Francis establishes a new feast of Mary as mother of the church. So so think about that. First of all, folks, the church does not have a mother. (laughs) The church of Jesus Christ does not have a mother. Don't ever forget that. So let me read to you from that article back in 2018. It says, Pope Francis, whose devotion to Mary is well known, on Saturday established a new feast for the catholic church devoted to mary as the mother of the church to be celebrated on the monday after pentecost the decision was announced in a decree by the vatican's congregation for divine worship and the discipline of the sacraments released on saturday by the vatican press office the article goes on to say in 1964 at the close of the second vatican council 1962 to 1965, Blessed Pope Paul VI formally declared Mary as the Mother of the Church and invited Catholics to invoke Mary's help under that title. During the Jubilee year of 1975, the Vatican produced a special mass called a votive mass for Mary under the title of Beata Maria, Ecclesiae Matre, or Blessed Mary, Mother of the Church, and also approved inserting the title into various prayers in honor of Mary. So this is all uh, Extra-biblical man-made tradition, nowhere to be found in the scriptures, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely nowhere to be found in the scriptures. This is how people are deceived. Uh, you know, the church should be warning people, but they're not, folks. So I warn you once again, this is wicked in the sight of almighty God, uh, let's, let's get some biblical insight here, folks. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 1. It says here, starting at verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked... Steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Let me stop there for a second. so here's Jesus Christ, He's going up into heaven, folks. This is amazing stuff. He's going into heaven, and the disciples were probably standing there, gaping with their with the mouths wide open. I mean. This is totally awesome. Let me continue, verse 11, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. So here's the... uh, People, the, the two men in white, and they said, what are you looking at? You, you men of Galilee, well, why sin you gazing? What are you gazing at? This same Jesus, which is taking up from you into heaven. He's coming again. The same way you see him going up into heaven, that's the way he's coming back, folks. That's good news for us. Christ is coming back. He went up, and now we're told that he's coming back in the same way. Manna. Let me continue. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zelotes, and Judas the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. So that's what I want you to see here, folks. So here we have people that are gathered in an upper room, and it mentions the disciples, and it mentions uh, women, and then it mentions Mary, the mother of Jesus. Okay. So uh, I want you to see what's what's taking place here, ladies and gentlemen. Mother Mary was there with the rest of the crowd. She was among them. She was not above them. Don't forget that. Among them, but not above them. That group of people, trust me, folks, they were not praying to Hail Mary's. They, they did not have a set of rosary beads. Uh, they were not calling upon Mary. Mary was just one amongst that crowd of people. Oh, yes. Don't ever forget that. She was not special amongst the group. She was just among them. Yes, God uh, used this Mary, this virgin uh, to bring forth Christ into the world. Oh, yes. But she was just among them folks. So don't ever forget that. There's only one media. Listen to this. First Timothy 2, 5 to 7. It says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time, whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle, I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. Glory to God. So the Apostle Paul, he's the one who wrote those words, spoke those words, ladies and gentlemen. He tells us there's one mediator between between God and men, not Mary. You don't be thanking Mary. Mary can't even hear you. I said, so here's the Pope over there uh, in Rome. Uh, giving glory to this uh, this idol, this icon. He's, this, he's, he's praying to demon powers. You must know this, folks. Because Mary cannot hear him or anybody else. So uh, there's one mediator. And, and it's, the mediator is Jesus Christ. He's the one who gave himself as a ransom for us, ladies and gentlemen. That That's something you need to understand. So uh, let me go here. Uh, yeah you have to understand folks that that jesus christ walked this earth for 40 days after he rose from the dead oh yes let me show you that in that same chapter one of the book of acts it says the former treatise have i made o theophilus of all that jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion, meaning the cross, by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of god hallelujah glory to god so so christ walked this earth for 40 days ladies and gentlemen before they saw him go up there folks with the angels hallelujah uh, this is some amazing uh, stuff folks uh, that, that many people don't even realize so so the real jesus let me go to the book of philippians It's described here philippians chapter two we're going to look at uh from verses 5 through 11. It says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross." The Father. So the focus here, ladies and gentlemen, is upon the person of Jesus Christ. He didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God. Why? Because he was equal with God. Hallelujah. I'll never forget that. That's in fact, if you study the scriptures, that's why the religious Jewish people wanted to kill Jesus. It says, "You being a man, make yourself equal with God." There, Jesus had the opportunity right then uh, and, and there to tell them, "Look, oh no, no, I, I'm not. I didn't mean to say that. He didn't do that because he was equal with God, and he knew it." He'd be denying God himself if he would have uh, gone along with what they were trying to tell him, folks. So don't forget that. So he humbled himself, ladies and gentlemen. One day, your knee is going to bow before this person uh, known as Jesus Christ. Whether you believe in him or not, it's going to happen. You, whoever you are, man or woman, you are going to bend your knee. And hopefully, you bend your knee before you pass into eternity. Oh, yes. So, folks, we're living in the day When, you know, people are not standing for truth against the false gospel of Rome. Look at this Jude chapter 1, there's only one chapter, verse 3. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto The saints. Look at that. This is the call of every believer, folks, that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Oh, yes. Uh, You should, if you look into the original Greek there, to contend for the faith, earnestly contend is is agonized for the faith. It's, it's it's a strong contending. It's defending the gospel, ladies and gentlemen. So think about the modern day in which we're living. When you see this this hodgepodge of all beliefs and, and all joining together, and you think of how the modern day church has accepted the charismatic Catholics and say, oh, we're all one, in this whole thing. And well, we all love God. We all this is all great. It's all one. Wonderful. Everybody loves Jesus. Uh, you, you see, folks, they're not they're not doing what you uh, told us to do here to earnestly contend for the faith. And that's how the false gospel comes in. Oh, yes. So the false gospel comes in. Keep in mind, the Book of Galatians lets us notice a curse upon uh, a false gospel, ladies and gentlemen. So, so what you see taking place here when you have this man, this pope that goes all over the world. Oh, yes, he does all over the world all over the newspapers and people see his every move and this is what they watch they watch as he bows before this idol of mary and, and, and thanks for protection. And this is how they keep people under their dominion. Uh, close to one billion, they say, Catholics. And this is why they will defend praying the rosary, praying the Mary to the hilt. They will not stop it. Just continues. Why? Because they're, they, they, they're not obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's that simple. God gave them over to that. He allows that to happen. Uh, the Bible says God will send a strong delusion. It's a working of error. Why? Because they did not have a love of the truth that's that's exactly why that happens folks they don't love the truth enough and therefore god allows that to happen that he gives them over to to their own desires that's what's happening folks their own desires and, and then they're stuck in idolatry because they refuse to honor the truth of God's word. So I'm going to leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. Keep in mind, I speak as a former Roman Catholic. I was into this stuff, and that's why I continue to warn people, hoping that they will uh, take these things seriously, open up the scriptures and say, I can't do this uh, Catholic stuff anymore. Let me leave it right there, folks. You have a blessed day.